Welcome, everybody, to Football Talk with Freddie, the number one podcast for football. Today it is Monday or Wednesday, Tuesday, September 7th, not Monday. Normally it would be a Monday, but today, today it's on a Tuesday uh, be, because it was one game I was waiting, waiting to finish before I made this podcast. So, so it was the Ole Miss Louisville game game because I wanted to talk about the AP poll in this so I wanted to wait for that to come out so yeah yeah today we're going to be recapping all the week one games I'm going to go over quickly something I noticed players that caught my eye some teams did they struggle some teams did they look good all that and then yeah and then we're going to look at the AP poll and then tomorrow will be I'll be uh, posting my predictions with uh, with my special guest. So so yeah, let's get to it. So the first game we're gonna recap from this weekend is Ohio State versus Minnesota. Ohio State won the game forty five to thirty one. Um, Ohio State they had a slow start start to the game, only put up ten points. Minnesota. Came out and put uh put up fourteen points in the second quarter, uh Muhammad. Um, Ibrahim, him uh he went off in this game. Now, unfortunately, that this was his last game for the season. Uh, he got hurt. Uh, I think it was an ACL or Achilles, something like that. And he's going to be out for the rest of the year. But he had a great game. He had 30 carries for 163 yards, two touchdowns. He he was supposed to be one of the best running backs this year. Definitely showed it before he got hurt. Uh, Tanner Morgan, he kind of struggled. He was 14-25, had 205 yards, one touchdown. He was missing a lot of passes. C.J. Stroud for Ohio State, he had a slow first half. First half. Uh, a lot of Buckeye fans wanted him to get benched, but in the second half, he played a lot better. Uh, he finished the game with 13 touchdowns, or, I mean, thir- 13 of 22, not 13 touchdowns. That that would have been crazy. 13 of 22 passing, uh, 294 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. Um... Uh, Chris Olave, he had four receptions for 172 yards and two touchdowns. Garrett Wilson, five receptions, 80 yards. Touchdown, Ohio State, they looked great on offense. Defense, it needs to improve a little bit for them. But offensively, uh, they looked really good, especially in the third quarter. Put up 21 points and 14 points in the fourth. They turned it on in the second half. Minnesota's defense has to improve. improve. I know they were playing Ohio State. And it's not that, that easy to beat them, but their Minnesota's defense is gonna have to improve, and then they're gonna have to pick up. They're gonna have to uh, find a new identity on offense. Is ta- is it gonna be Tanner Morgan? Morgan, is he gonna be running the show? Show after, since uh Ibrahim got hurt, we'll have to wait and see what go- goes on with Minnesota. But Ohio State, they get the big win. Uh, next game. Uh, there's not a whole lot to talk about. It was uh, the Citadel taking on Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina dominated 52-14. Grayson McCall, 16 of 1,962 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Shamari Jones, 9 carries, 100 yards, 2 touchdowns. Javion Heli, 6 receptions, 133 yards and a touchdown. Uh, they dominated. Uh, they put up 35 points in the first quarter, 21 in the second. There's not a whole lot to talk about. Uh, they just dominated. And the next game we got, we we had a uh, Utah taking on Weber State. Uh, Utah won the game forty to seventeen. They had a, a slow first half. First half, um, it was a cl- close game until like two minutes left in the second, and then Utah scored a touchdown. And in the second half, they took over. And they won. They scored 14 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, Charlie Brewer, who's 19-27, had 233 yards, two touchdowns. Tavion Thomas, 12 carries for 170 yards and two touchdowns. Dalton 
Ken Kincaid, four receptions, 75 yards, and two touchdowns. He dominated. And Utah got the win. When uh, they looked pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, the Pac-12. The Pac-12 South is not that bad this year. I'll admit that. But the North, North, uh, it's not looking good. I'll talk about that later. Uh, and the next game we got Southern Utah versus Arizona State. Number 25, Arizona State. Uh, Arizona State won 41-14. Uh, they had a, Arizona State had a slow first, or had a big first half. They had a total of 28 points in the second half, though they only scored 13, which is not too bad. But Southern Utah, they scored a touchdown in the first and a touchdown in the third. Had 14 yards. Uh, JT Daniels. He didn't do a whole lot. He was 10 of 12, 132 yards, zero touchdowns. He had 40 yards on the ground. Ground. He didn't really have to do a whole lot, but. But yeah, and then Arizona State, they won. Won, and they're still ranked. Uh, the next game, uh, this game, game, I, I, I'm mad at myself. I should have. Picked the underdog. Uh, we had a number 10 UNC versus Virginia Tech. I literally said on my podcast, I gave every reason to pick to pick Virginia Tech in this game. And then I took UNC. I literally gave every reason to pick Virginia Tech. And, and I was like, UNC, they lost their top two running backs, their top two receivers. And defense, I just didn't believe in. Their defense looked good. I guess in this game, they only left seventeen points, but offense was non-existent. Sam Howell, he looked terrible, terrible. But uh, oh, and for the score, Virginia Tech won seventeen to ten. Ten pull off the big upset, so that they were home, and it's hard to win in Blacksburg, especially with that crowd. Crowd, it was the opening week. Um, Ohio State, State, uh, they lost there in twenty fourteen, the year they won the championship. Uh, it's not it's not easy to win in Blacksburg. It's one it's one of the toughest environments that doesn't get enough recognition. I'll I'll, I'll admit that. Um, but that yeah, the Virginia Tech looked good. I was hesitant to pick them because because of because of their coach coach um. Or Justin Fuente, say I I'm just not a big fan of him, and I was hesitant to pick him. Or pick Virginia Tech just because of their coach, and they proved me wrong. Maybe Fuente is better than I thought he would be. Well, we'll see how the season goes. It's only one game, okay. That's the thing. It's one game, okay. A team looks good week one, they might not look good in week two or week three or five. It's one week, okay. So, so we can't be hype saying, "Oh, this team is championship bound" because they, or this team's gonna be very good. They could be, and if they keep up that play, question is, can they keep that play up every week? So, uh, the next game we got number five Georgia versus number three Clemson. Georgia won the game ten to three. They dominated, or defensively. Same thing with Clemson. Uh, there was zero. Offensive touchdowns score in this game. There was only one touchdown score. It was a pick six by Georgia. And both quarterbacks struggled. JT Daniels, 22 of 30. He had one interception. Uh, DJ Ogulele. He had... He had one interception. It was 19 of 37, 178 yards. JT Daniels had 135 yards. Zamir White, 74 yards. They had 121 yards rushing for Georgia. It's a little bit of a rushing game. Game. Clemson, though, they had two yards total. Now, okay, when you say how they only get two yards, well, Georgia's defense was pretty good. But also in college, uh, if a quarterback gets sacked, it counts as negative rushing yards, and I'm, 
I guess it makes sense because because you're technically you technically have the ball in your hands and in your if you get sacked you didn't pass like it might be a pass and play but you didn't pass the ball so why would it be negative passing yards some people agree with it some people don't I think there needs to be like a they're a different stat stat like completely separate like sack yardage I guess so it doesn't count towards your rushing stats but or your passing stats maybe or maybe it's like a passing stat but like it doesn't take away your your passing yards that's just me I, I think that's what should be and I guess sometimes it's hard to tell if it's a pass or run like oh the play breaks it might be a pass and play but the play breaks down quickly so and sometimes it's obviously easy so so but yeah they had two rushing yards total if if you take away Ugalele's uh sacks sack yardage you would ha- still only have 34 rushing yards which is not that good so uh, Justin Ross he came back this week uh for his first game that game uh for the season uh, he had an injury last year and that kept him out he came back he had four receptions for 26 yards uh it was just a defensive battle georgia though they were getting the backfield they had seven sacks eight tackles for loss and they were all over the field clemson had two sacks i think or three one sack four tackles for loss yeah it was a it was a defensive game for sure Sure, and well, that's the thing. Thing some people are concerned with was their both teams teams uh defense really good, or was it their was their offense really bad? Uh, well, the offense didn't look good, obviously, for both teams, but they both have really good defenses, and I kind of expect expect uh their offenses to improve and and will play a lot better when they're not playing each other. But, but when they play Ohio State, Alabama, Oklahoma, some of these teams, even Georgia again, if they play them again, are they going to be able to put up points? Points because that's how you're you're going to win a championship, putting up points, as well as as well as playing defense. Okay, playing defense. Now the next game we got number one Alabama versus number fourteen Miami. Alabama dominated forty four thirteen. Miami just looked terrible, and Alabama just looked amazing. You, they looked great on offense, defense, special teams. Was making plays everywhere. Bryce Young, he had a great day. Uh, he had three hundred forty-four yards, four touchdowns, twenty-seven to thirty-eight. Three King struggled. He had two picks, one hundred seventy-eight yards total. Uh, Alabama had one hundred forty-seven rushing yards as well. Uh, Jonathan Williams is that his name, or Jameson Williams? He was the transfer from Ohio State. State, I think. He had four receptions for one hundred twenty-six yards. Yards and a touchdown. Uh, he had like a ninety-four or ninety-six yard touchdown or something like that. It was, it was crazy. Crazy, but yeah, Alabama looks good. I would say it's. Say that I would say they're definitely the best team in college football. If if you don't think that, I don't know what to tell you. They looked great. They had the players. Players and it again. It's one week. We'll see what happens next week. Actually, probably in two weeks. Next week they play Mercer. I expect them to blow them out. But they, one year they did struggle against the Citadel. So, maybe it was only for a half, but still. Uh, the next game we got number we got Tulane taking on number two Oklahoma. This game was supposed to be in New Orleans, but they moved it to Norman, Oklahoma, uh, due to the hurricane. Oklahoma offensively wasn't bad. Spencer Rattler he did struggle. He had uh, two interceptions in this game. Michael Pratt for Tulane. This this guy is good, and I even said, and I was even talking about him. This guy can play. 
Uh, I talked about him before the season. Season, and I was like, I think he's gonna make some plays in this game. Now, I didn't expect Tulane to stay to keep up with Oklahoma at least, uh, but he impressed me. I'll admit that. Four touchdowns. Oklahoma's defense, it's got to improve, especially by playoff time. Everyone was saying, oh, their defense is going to be really good. And Tulane, they have a pretty good offense. I'm not discrediting them at all. But Oklahoma, if you're going to be a playoff team, they you got to play a lot better defense. But credit to Tulane, they played great. Uh, obviously, it was a crazy week. They had to move to Birmingham to practice and do a bunch of stuff. And then travel to Oklahoma for the game. So, and obviously with everything going on, on the players came to play. And if I was a Green Wave fan, I would be very happy about the team's performance. So, so maybe they'll be one of the best group of five teams this year. Maybe when the American pull upset against Cincinnati and UCF, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, the next game, we got Kent State versus Texas A&M. Uh, Texas A&M won the game 41-10. Now, you might think, oh, okay, Texas A&M won by a lot. They they struggled, especially in the first half. It was 10-3. to uh, Haynes King, he had three turnovers. One of them wasn't his fault, or it was like a tip pass. Pass, and that's just something he can't really control. Uh, Kent State, State, uh, they, they kept driving down the field, causing turnovers as well, but just couldn't put it in the end zone. They only scored one touchdown, and that was in the fourth quarter. Uh, they were in the red zone at least like three or four times that I can think of. Uh, their kicker missed a few kicks, and and yeah, like you look at the store score, it was like Texas A&M handled them. They did not look good. Uh, they're they're gonna have to improve next week. Week if they were playing a better team, I'm not gonna say they would have lost, but it, it would it wouldn't look good for them. So, so uh, the next game game we got Northern Iowa versus Iowa State. Iowa State's just being classic. Iowa State struggling in the first game of the season. Uh, like I said before, they said. Or I said uh, they went to triple overtime against Northern Iowa. And then this year, they didn't go into overtime, but it was a close game. It was a final score was 16-10. to 10. Uh, There were zero touchdowns scored in the second half. And only two touchdowns total, actually. It was uh, in the first quarter, or in the second quarter by Iowa State, in the first quarter by Northern Iowa. Brees Hall, he had 23 carries for 69 yards and a touchdown. He did not look good. Uh, Brock Purdy, 21 is 26, 199 yards, zero touchdowns, zero picks. Picks. Uh, the de- Iowa State's defense, I guess, looked pretty good. Offense, though, it's got to play a little bit better, especially in that Big 12. Yeah, you got to be able to score points. And especially if they want to go to the playoffs, you're gonna have to score some points, points, and not struggle against Northern Iowa. Hopefully, it's just the week one curse or whatever. It's not really a curse, but it's just something that always happens. But it seems so. So yeah, Iowa State has got to improve. Next week they do play Iowa, and that's gonna be a very good game. So we'll see. See if was it a fluke? Fluke. Or is Iowa State just not supposed to be that good? Uh, the next game, we got the Battle of the Liberty Bell. Uh, we got Miami of Ohio taking on Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati dominated this game, won 49-14. Miami, they scored two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, but it, it, they Cincinnati just dominated. It wasn't even a game. 21 points in the first quarter, 14 in the second. Desmond Ritter, he had four touchdown passes. Yeah, he had 
He was 20 to 25, 295 yards, four touchdowns, one pick. Uh, uh, Jerome Ford, he had 12 carries for 121 yards and a touchdown. Down uh, Cincinnati's defense, they had looked pretty good out there. And Cincinnati's at least through one game, looks like they're they're still going to have a chance to compete for a playoff spot. They do play Indiana in a couple weeks and then Notre Dame. So those games are going to be crucial for them if they want to make the playoffs or have a chance at it, I should say. Uh, the next game we have Fresno State versus Oregon. Fresno State, they they came to play. Uh, uh, the game final score was 31 to 24 and I think Fresno State they they were actually winning the game at one point or no it was tied 21 21 and then they Fresno State got a field goal in the fourth Oregon put up 10 uh Anthony Brown he was announced the starter some people liked it some people didn't he was 15 and 24 172 yards one touchdown and he had one rushing touchdown. Down, uh, Jake, Jake Connor, Hanner, I, I think it's Hanner. Uh, he had a pretty good day, 30 or 43, 298 yards, one touchdown. And he had one rushing touchdown, too. To, uh, Oregon's defense is going to have to improve. Improve offense wasn't amazing. Like, they, yeah. It was okay, but I expected them to put up a lot more points. And next week, they they play Ohio State, so they're going to have to play a lot better by next week. Um, moving on, we got Penn State versus Wisconsin. Uh, Penn State won the game 16-10. to 10. Uh, In the first half, there was zero scoring. There, nobody was scoring points. It was 0-0. Zero to zero. In the second half, both teams scored a touchdown, and then... Penn State put up nine points in the fourth quarter. Uh, I didn't watch the ending of this game, game, but and from the highlights I saw, Penn State was able to take care of business. Zero, it, there was very little offense, but they just did an, enough to win the game. Graham Mertz, he fumbled the ball twice, lost it once, and then he had two interceptions. Not a good day. Uh, Moot. Malusi for Wisconsin, 31 carries, 121 yards, and a touchdown. And they had 174 yards total. Wisconsin, they like to run the ball. Jay Ferguson had nine receptions for 52 yards. Yards. Uh, Wisconsin had seven tackles in the backfield. Penn State had six, two sacks. It... It 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 was a rough game. Not a whole lot of offense, but it was a great defensive matchup. In Penn State, they got the big win. Now Wisconsin, they they still have a chance at the playoffs, but they they got to win out. Pretty much, Penn State. This was a big win for them, and then when they play Ohio State later, that's going to be another big game for them. But again, they had to get they had to be undefeated and. Honestly, I'm I'm not really talk shouldn't be talking about the playoffs right now. Now, because only week one, though in college football, you lose more than one game, you lose one game, you pretty much have to win your conference championship, and then if you lose two games, you're pretty much out, out there unless a crazy scenario happens. Um, next game we got Florida Atlantic versus Florida. Uh, Florida won the game thirty five fourteen. Florida Atlantic scored two touchdowns in the fourth. Uh, offense struggled a lot. Emory Jones, he had, he was seventeen of twenty-seven, had one hundred thirteen yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. He had seventy-four yards on the ground, but he did not look good. Florida fans were booing and asking for Anthony Richardson. He came in. He had a hundred and sixty yards on the ground, one touchdown. He it was three of eight for forty yards. I think they're gonna stick with stick with uh Emory Jones, but he did not look good out there. 
there. And if he can't play well, it might be a rough year for for the Florida Gators. Uh, next game we got the San Jose State Spartans taking on USC. So USC won the game thirty to seven. Uh, Nick Starkle, he was 24 or 46, had 308 yards, two interceptions. He had a rough game. Slowest, 24 or 36, 256 yards, two touchdowns. Downs, uh, Lund, D. London, who, Drake London, he had uh, 12 receptions, 137 yards. Yards, he had a big game. Uh, yeah, yeah. USC they scored thirteen points in the second, and then put seventeen up in the fourth. Um, uh, they they looked pretty solid. I'll I'll admit. Um, San Jose State. I I didn't expect them to really compete with the USC. A lot of people did. I just didn't really believe it. It there's just that big of a gap between the teams. And it has nothing against San Jose State. Like they're they're a good team. It's just in college football, there's big gaps between teams, and for and USC, I expected them to do well, especially for Clay Helton. He has a bad year. He's getting fired, and honestly, it might be Pac-12 championship or bust. Now that's almost what it is. Might even be the playoffs. So, now the next game, we had a big upset set. We had LSU taking on UCLA. UCLA won the game 38-27. to They dominated. This game looks great on offense. Pretty, played pretty, pretty good defense. Now, the only, only player who, on LSU, who impressed me was Butte. He had nine receptions, 148 yards, and three touchdowns. He had to do everything, everything for them. Uh, LSU's defense had four sacks and nine tackles for loss. UCLA had two sacks total. Eli Ricks, he had an interception for LSU. Um, UCLA, they looked pretty good. Dorian Thompson, 9-16, 260 yards, three touchdowns, one pick. Only five rushing yards. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, Greg Dolich. He had three receptions for 117 yards and one touchdown. Down. Uh, and then, oh, the one player, Zach Charbonnet. He had 17 carries, 117 yards, and a touchdown. He had a big game. And Brown, uh, Britton Brown, he had... Uh, 17 carries for 96 yards and a touchdown. He looked great. LSU, they could not get a running game going at all. Only had 49 yards total. LSU or UCLA? Honestly, they might be for real. Or they, like, they'll be a pretty good team. I, I, I am a little shocked by it. I wasn't expecting much from them. I thought they, they wouldn't... They would have a bad season, and Chip Kelly would get fired. But no, so so far at least, they're looking pretty good. And the next game we got Indiana versus Iowa. Uh, Iowa looked really good, put up thirty four points. They had a, a big off, or they scored a lot of points in the first. Had a total of thirty one points, and then in the second half they only scored three. Indiana. Did not score a single touchdown. Michael Penix, he looked terrible. He had three interceptions, 156 yards. Uh, five-fold goal had 84 yards on five receptions. They could not get they couldn't get a running game going. Only had 77 yards total. Uh, Tyler Goodson for Iowa had 19 carries and 99 yards and a touchdown. Petras, he he did not look great. 13 or 27. Had 145 yards. He did have one rushing touchdown though. So, so by Iowa's defense, they did what they they do. Uh, and actually, I just looked looked or I found this 
statistic when I was watching the ga- the game or the highlights. Uh, Iowa, they they have uh, um, they have held held or they have the longest streak for holding opponents under twenty five points in in college football right now, uh, or, or something like that. That uh, I can't remember for how long it's been, but but they have like the longest streak right now for holding opponents for under twenty five points, and and what that means, I was defense has been pretty good. Uh, looks like it's gonna be pretty good this year. Offense put up points. Maybe Iowa surprises us and has a pretty good game. Uh, the next game we got Montana versus Washington. Um, trying to go through this quickly. We got three games left. Sorry, sorry, it's been a lot. Uh, uh, next time I'll try to figure out a better way to do this. Uh, I was trying, trying to get this out quickly, quickly because I have a little busy week of a week. So, but my uh, next game we got Montana versus Washington. Montana pulls the upset, became the first FCS team to beat. To beat a, a FBS, a ranked FBS team. Washington was ranked 20, and they won, and Montana won 13 to 7. They scored 10 points in the fourth quarter to win. Uh, there was one touchdown by Washington in the first quarter. They struggled. Dylan Morris, 27 46, 226 yards, three INTs. Did not look great out there. Montana, they played great defense. Did just enough on offense. They had 127 rushing yards, and they won the game. Won the game. Played great defense. And Montana, they're a pretty good FCS team. Don't get me wrong, but I expected a lot more from Washington. And if you're a Washington fan, I would not be happy. Our next game, we got number 23 Louisiana taking on 21 Texas. Uh, Texas won the game 38-18. They had a little bit of a slow first half. Uh, They had 14 points. Louisiana had 6 points. But in the second half, uh, both teams picked it up. Uh, Or should I say Texas did. They scored 24 points in the second half and won the game 38-18. Levi Lewis for for Louisiana. It was 28-40 at 282 yards, one touchdown. He had negative 19 rushing yards. He must have gotten sacked a lot. Hudson Card, he was 14-21, 224 yards, two touchdowns. He had one rushing touchdown. Casey Thompson came in and also threw a touchdown, 4-5 for 41 yards. Uh, Winning, Jay Winnington, uh, Jordan Winnington, he had seven receptions for 113 yards and a touchdown. Down. Uh, up, Overshone had... At 13 tackles for Texas. Uh, they had four sacks and seven tackles for loss. They were getting in the backfield. Louisiana that had three tackles or three sacks and five tackles in the backfield. So, so yeah, uh, Texas, yeah, they won this game. This was a big win for them. Uh, Louisiana, they lost this game, but I still think. Uh, that they they're gonna be a pretty good team. Team this year could still win the Sun Belt. Could go eleven and one again. Uh, Texas, uh, they have Steve, Steve Sarkeesian, and that's they start the year one and zero. Next week they play Arkansas. So that could be an interesting game. Uh, and then the final game we have to talk about today is Notre Dame taking on Florida State. Notre Dame won the game in overtime, 41-38. Uh, they had a big third quarter. They put up 21 points. Florida State, they came to play. Uh, uh, both, te- both teams played really good. It was a battle of offense and defense. Florida State, they had a big rushing attack. They had 264 yards and three touchdowns on the ground. And Corbin... Uh, uh, Deshaun Corbin, he had had a uh, fifteen carries for one hundred forty four yards and a touchdown. Uh, T Ward, 
That's our Trayshawn Ward. He had 11 carries for 76 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Michael Meyer, he had nine receptions for 120 yards and a touchdown. For for Notre Dame, Kyron Williams, he had six receptions for 83 yards and a touchdown. Made an impact in the receiving game. In the running game, he was pretty pretty much shut down. Had only 42 yards. Jack Cohen, he had a big game. He was twenty six. He had twenty six. He was twenty six to thirty five. Had three hundred sixty six yards, four touchdowns, one pick. Uh, for Florida State, Jordan Travis, he struggled. He was nine of nineteen. Had one hundred thirty yards, two touchdowns, but threw three picks. But then he lost his helmet in the fourth quarter with like five minutes left. And who? Guess who they put in? Mackenzie Milton. If you don't know who Mackenzie Milton is, he was a quarterback for UCF. He had a very bad leg injury. They thought he, he, he honestly could have died, I think. I think. I think that's what the doctor said. And even if he survived, they said there's probably a small chance he would ever play football again. But he's back. He played football. He came in, led Florida State down the field, got him a touchdown, down, forced overtime. Just couldn't get it done in overtime, though. Though, hopefully... Hopefully Mackenzie Milton, he can hopefully he he can uh, take over the starting job. Try there are two different quarterbacks, so it's gonna depend on what Mike Norvell wants to do. Do uh, Travis uh, or they ran the ball pretty well, and Travis he provides that dual threat ability. Mackenzie Milton, he's a, he's a really good passer, so so that's gonna be an interesting situation. To see what what happens, if both teams play great defense, Florida State had four sacks and nine tackles for loss, and Notre Dame five tackles or five sacks and eight tackles for loss. Kyle, Kyle Hamilton, one of the best safeties in the NFL or in college football, he had two interceptions in this game. Game, uh, the Florida State and Mike Norvell's team looked pretty good. Don't get me wrong, and uh, Notre Dame. They came to fight. It wasn't going to be easy to win in Doe Campbell. So, so in Tallahassee, see, they came to play, and they got the win. So, so we'll see how Notre Dame does. I wasn't expecting them to do well, and I actually picked Florida State with the upset. I wouldn't say it was a crazy pick now, but yeah, unfortunately, I got it wrong. Notre Dame, though, maybe they'll shock me. I I try not to go off of brand. That this is just me. I don't. I try not to. But but Notre Dame, they're just a big brand, and maybe they can just refill guys too, just like everyone else, or not everyone else, just like Ohio State. Maybe not exactly as good, but they can get some pretty good players. So now we're going to talk about the AP poll. I'm going to give my opinions on it a little bit and then tell you if I agree with the team being ranked or not being ranked or some movement. So, yeah, okay, let's go. Go number one's Alabama. They played amazing. They were number one last week. No questions there. Number two's Georgia. They moved up three spots, and now and they received four first-place votes. Alabama has... 59 59 of the 64 or 63 so 63 AP voters uh I'm going with I I I like it I had Ohio State above Georgia it, it it could go either way honestly I guess Ohio State or Georgia had a bigger win so so but Ohio State they played pretty good offense Defense though was struggled. Georgia they didn't play any offense. <laughs> uh, defense looked really good. So honestly, it could go either way. I'm not. I wouldn't be mad about either one. And number four is Oklahoma. They 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 fell two spots after having a close game with Tulane. Not not too mad about it. I I expected them to fall fall a little bit so 
So at number five, we got Texas A&M. Despite struggling with Kent State, they moved up one spot. I had Clemson at number five and then A&M at number six. I just thought thought about flipping them pretty much. And and Texas A&M, they, they got to play a lot better. But at least in the AP ranking poll. And the AP poll, if you don't know what it is, it's 63 voters. Everyone puts in their own ranking. And then they pretty much, like, average it out. So, so uh, they, they have A&M at five. And then Clemson's six. Yeah, I, I didn't expect them to fall far because they lost to a great team. Team number seven, Cincinnati. They moved up one spot. They dominated. Not surprised there. Number eight, it's Notre Dame. They moved up one spot. Some people like it. Some people don't because they're they're like, oh, they lost to an, or they almost lost to an unranked team, or they went into overtime with one. And so, so I don't I don't hate it at all. At number nine is Iowa State. They they fell two spots. A lot of people, some people think uh, they should have fell fallen a lot more. Uh, they struggled week one a lot. So, and I'm not saying that's they. Oh, that's the reason they shouldn't move them. No, no, no. They should move them, but they did win after all. So, so number ten is Iowa. They move up eight spots after beating. Indiana, they dominated them, and and they they are playing Iowa State next week, nine versus ten. It's going to be a very good game. That's probably the game of the week. It's up there with Ohio State and Oregon, which we'll, we'll talk about Oregon in a in a few in a few minutes or a few seconds. Number eleven, Penn State. They moved up eight spots as well after beating Wisconsin. Uh. Uh, offense could improve. Defense was fantastic. So, uh, number twelve, it's Oregon. They fell one spot. Uh, they struggled with Fresno State. Probably should have beaten them by more, but they did win. And here's the thing: I noticed from all the teams, a lot of teams, and yes, it's the first week. Teams will get better. That, that's how football works. You get better every week, typically. So. So I think they'll improve. Improve. Uh number and and then they play Ohio State this week. Number thirteen, Florida. They they didn't move at all. They remain at thirteen. Didn't look amazing against Florida Atlantic, but did enough to not move. Emory Jones. He's gotta play a lot better. I'll admit that. I I I guess it's totally fine. Number fourteen is USC. They moved up one spot after being San Jose State. Really, there pretty much wasn't a problem with them. I didn't at least I didn't notice anything. So, so I guess that's a pretty good move. Texas they moved six up six spots after beating Louisiana. Uh, some people might be like, oh, they're in a group of five team. They're one of the best group of five teams. They beat Iowa State last year. Uh, uh, they they can play. So, uh, I, I, I guess, it's not bad. It's not a bad move, and then, so, so I'm not, I think I would have had them like seventeen maybe. But, eh, it's not bad. Now, number 16 is UCLA. Hey, they were unranked last week, but they pulled off a big upset against LSU. You will see, is UCLA going to be a, a really good team this year, or is LSU just that bad? Uh, number 17, we got Coastal Carolina. Uh, they beat uh, the Citadel. They crushed them. Uh, they move up five spots. I don't know if I would have moved them up five spots, and it has nothing against them, but they they like they did look good. Don't get me wrong, but it's not like they beat somebody big. And no disrespect to the Citadel, so uh, no disrespect to them, but I 
I just d- didn't think, or I just wouldn't have moved them Coastal Carolina up five spots, maybe two, two or three at most. Uh, number eighteen's Wisconsin. They fall, they fell six spots. Uh, yeah, they lost to a ranked team. It was a close game. It was one possession. So I don't hate it. Number nineteen, Virginia Tech. They pulled off the big upset against North Carolina. So they move up, or they enter the rankings for the first time this year. Here, number twenty's Ole Miss. Uh, their offense looked great. Defense looked great. I'll admit that. Special teams. Uh, they were they were making plays. Uh, only thing question I have is the kicker can't be missing extra points. It eh, it happened once, so so I not gonna say a whole lot. Uh, they looked good, and I will admit that people are like, "Oh, you're a Mississippi State fan. Your opinion doesn't matter." I'm not being okay. I I joke around with them, but okay when. But when when I see a good team, I I recognize it. That's that's what I do, and I'll admit they're so far they they looked pretty good. I'll admit that. Can they keep it up? Uh, that remains to be seen, and not just for them, for everyone else. Can everyone else keep it up? That's what I. So I'm not saying that just for them. Number twenty one, Utah. They moved up three spots after being Weber State. I think it was more because of some teams not doing well. Number 22 is Miami. Uh, sorry, my throat's getting a little dry um, from all this talking. Uh, but number 22, Miami. Fell eight spots. Lost to the number one team in the country. But a lot of teams would get crushed by Bama, too. So I hate to say that, like, that's just the reality. <laughs> There's, that's, I think... They're, they're good enough to be a top 25 team. But when you play Bama, it's just... There's there's a that big of a gap between 25 or... And they, actually, there were 14. Even 14 or 15, I would say there's a big, big gap. So... Uh, number 23, three, uh, Arizona State. They moved up two spots. I I don't hate it. At all. Number 24, North Carolina. They fell 14 spots. Offense looked terrible. Defense was all right. Um, I, 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 would, I would say it was probably the best move. Move. I didn't think they should fall out of the rankings, but I did not think North Carolina was going to be that good this year. So, I, I, don't, I don't hate it. Uh... I have no idea who they play next week. And then the last game, or last team, number 25, we got Auburn. They dominated uh, Akron 60-10, to 10, I, th- I think it was. Uh, they looked great offensively, great on defense. Um, Bo Nix definitely looks like he improved. Now, again, in no disrespect to Akron, they... It's just one of those teams that I expected them to beat. So, by a lot. So, we'll see if they can keep it up, especially when it gets to SEC play. But, I will admit, through one game, Bonex looks pretty good. I can. And I'm not the biggest Bonex fan. I will admit that. Can he keep it up, though? That That's, that's the thing. Keeping it up. Okay. I take everything I see through the first couple weeks, two weeks, with a grain of salt, and or not really a grain of salt, but it's like, okay, I see week one. Okay, some teams they looked good. Maybe it was because the other team wasn't prepared for them, or film, new coach, other things. And then the following week, things change. Every as as football, one week. Is not going to be the same as the next. So, uh, and that's the AP rankings. And then some of the teams receiving votes were TCU, NC State, UCF, Liberty, LSU, Michigan. I'm not. I'm not going to go over everyone because a lot of teams received votes. Votes, but those were some of like the big ones. 
pretty much like the ones that just missed it. Um, um, but yeah, that's the AP rankings. And we'll be doing my predictions this week. Uh, I'm going to have to look to see who everyone plays. I, I, I hate to admit it. It might be a boring week. Week. There's a couple of good matchups, but for the most part, most games are going to be pretty much gimmies. Gimmies, I might change it up. I don't, I'll figure that out. I'll let you guys know tomorrow what I'm going to do for my predictions. But yeah. Hey, everybody. I just wanted to thank you guys for listening to my podcast. Again, I really appreciate the support. Uh, I just wanted to go over the schedule quickly uh, for the remainder of the week and then also next week and what's pretty much going to be for the rest of the year. Year until, unless I change it. I'll let you guys know if I change my schedule, but here's how it's going to work. Tomorrow, I'm going to be posting my NFL predictions Wednesday, I'm gonna be, yeah, post gonna post my NFL predictions for Week One, and then Thursday I'm gonna be posting my college football predictions for Week Two, and then next week here's how it's gonna work. Mondays it's gonna be college football recap. Tuesday it's gonna be be NFL recaps. Wednesday is gonna be NFL predictions. And then Thursday is going to be college football predictions. Uh, I'm going to be doing my top 20, or I'm going to be doing my, doing the, I'm going to be doing the top 25 games of the, every week. Week, unless I change it, I'll let you guys know. But, but most, unless, most teams aren't going to be playing on Thursdays now. Now, the only team that was, I think, was going to be Louisiana. But at this point, if things change, I'll let you guys know. But for right now, it's going to be it's going to be Thursday or Monday NFL recap or college football recap, Tuesday NFL recap, Wednesday NFL predictions, Thursday college predictions. So this week it's going to be the last week where team I'm going to be posting the college on Wednesday. Until until further knows, I'm, if I change it, I'll let you guys know. Hope you guys have a great day. day uh, stay safe. And hail state and go Bills.